The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. You've read the headlines and seen the Instagram photos, but you've never heard them like this. Now it's time to take you behind the scenes of one of the most followed families in the world with over 13 million followers. Hanging with the Hembros is your backstage pass to the secret lives of the Hembro sisters. Welcome to Hanging with the Hembros, where we give you the reality behind our Instagram lives, where not everything is how it seems. In today's episode, we're chatting about birth plans and more specifically, hypnobirthing. And to speak about that, we have a very exciting guest today, Shari. Shari Leon. Lion. Lion. Sorry, Shari. (laughs) Thank you. So Shari is the director of Belly to Birth here on the Gold Coast. And Shari was actually Emily's hypnobirthing coach, and she's now my hypnobirthing coach. Yep, how exciting. We also have the same midwives too, Amy. We're just sharing all of our peeps. (laughs) We're taking all Emily's good contacts. (laughs) (laughs) I I I can't believe baby G. How old is he now? I know, he's 14 months now. Wow. Goes so fast. It goes so quickly. And then you're pregnant again. I know. Yay. So I'll need like I'm a little refresh Yeah, when it gets closer. And today it's good because I'll be able to go back and like listen to this. But um, should we talk about like what hypnobirthing is for people who yeah, have never really heard about hypnobirthing? Yeah, because I think there is there is a big misunderstanding of what it is. I think it's the hypno part of hypnobirthing that maybe scares some people away. But basically what it is, it, it's a a childbirth education program that helps mums prepare for more of a positive birth. Um, And especially the program that I offer, um, there there are different programs around Australia, which are all fantastic. um, But what I teach is more in alignment with wanting to help you prepare for a positive birth, no matter how your baby comes into the world, which I think is really important. So it's not just one way of birthing that natural birth is the only way you know, because real, that's not realistic. Um, but yeah, we even have a course for cesarean birth, um, teach you about induction, the different types of induction. Yeah. Yeah. I think people, um, when they think of hypnobirthing, they just I think like natural, I don't think cesarean. Like, yeah. And yeah. And I swear before I met you, I, I thought like it was, um, all about hypnotizing. Heaps <laughs> 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 people think that. Yeah, I mean, it kind of like, is well, you, yourself yeah but you're not like on the movies where they're like hypnotizing you and like all strange so it's definitely not that so when I met you I was like wow it's definitely not what I thought and um my sisters were well Amy was at both births and she was so surprised by the difference she was like there was such a big difference I had an epidural both births but with Aaliyah I just remember like crying and screaming so much and with G I was more breathing through the pain. I wasn't there on and the more first quiet. one, the second one you were like so you chilled. You were just like almost looked like you were sleeping at one point. It was you were just night like lying, and day. Like I tall. couldn't believe it. When mm. I came into the room, I just like didn't even say anything to you because you looked in the zone and I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Whereas the first one you were like yelling at everyone, screaming. Yeah, it was like I was running away from the pain. Like, you oh my God, a contraction's happened. coming. Like my body is yeah. about to die. Like get me out. Like I want it to stop. And then with G, it was like, okay, it's coming. This is normal. This This is is natural. This is my body working. And that's really what I – and that's where too I think understanding actually what hypnosis is, that it's not some 
mind control, no one can actually control your mind. It, it's actually you teaching yourself to bring yourself into a state of focus. And that state of focus is, like you said, Emily, the breathing or the music or the relaxation um, or the massage technique that, you know, I, I teach birth partners. Um, so it's teaching yourself to, and you said, you know, you wanted to run out of the room. Mm, um, run out of my body. Yes. <laughs> you were even saying before, like in between your contractions, you were like, no, 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 like another one was coming yeah. and I was like, oh no. Yeah. So <laughs> that's actually kind of what happens with so many women is that even just understanding the brain and how a brain is actually works and that birth is actually stimulated by the part of the brain that's known as the reptilian brain. Um, but if we go into birth with a heap of fear, you know, fear about the pain, fear about medical intervention, fear about anything really, instead it can actually fit, like flick the brain into the fight or flight response, which yeah, then adrenaline cool. runs through your body and those thoughts of I need to escape. Um, and so that can actually slow labour down and instead inhibit the natural hormones of birth. Um, and that's pretty much what I go through basically in the first session. Yeah, um, I find that so interesting. Like there's actually science behind it and there all is. the um, how the brain works and the chemicals that get released um, with a certain pressure points and bits and pieces, I was like, wow, this isn't just like someone who made this up and goes, go and try this. It's like there's like, you know, studies behind it. There is, yeah. It's, it's, or that it works. There's hormones that we are designed to release. Um, it's actually a, a beautiful cocktail of hormones that we release during labour and birth. And so many women don't even understand how their body is designed to to work. But then it's also learning how to work work with your body. But um, yeah. yeah, I guess the, one of the biggest things that I, I help women work through is the fear, you know, the fear of birth and getting yeah. them to understand, well, like where have your fears come from? You know, for yeah, for you guys, like, like where do you think everywhere. the I think it's everywhere. Like, um, like especially our dad, like he oh, would definitely. be like, because if we say, oh, we're going to try and go through this birth without an epidural, he'd be like, just get the epidural. <laughs> you don't need to be in so much pain. Like he's so like... He literally oh said gosh. to me, I had him over for dinner the other week and he literally said to me when I said I want to try and do a natural birth, he's like, you won't be able to do it. You're going to feel like you're being ripped in half. And I was like, can you please oh. stop? And then, <laughs> he's like never been through it. Like, who are you that's, at all? But that's what <laughs> I said. I, he's like, he's yeah. like, how would you know what it feels like? I'm like, how would you know? <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. Mum must I have thought, had some really bad births. I yeah. thought I was <laughs> going to be like fine though. Then I was like, yep, natural birth, like it's all going to be good. And then I was like, well, opposite. that's good because like, that's screaming. rare for people to like go in being like, Tammy literally so was like, got it in the back. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, like the opposite. Yeah. So, yeah. but then I still just like, as soon as I was like having contractions that like started getting really painful, I was like, nope, give me all the drugs. Like, I um, cannot do this. Yeah. I like call mom crying. I was like, I can't do it <laughs> and that's such a common thing like so many and again like you don't know what you don't know do you um and that's really what I am passionate about doing is helping um women to approach their birth without fear but giving them tools and techniques to help them when they are feeling really intense sensations but also also helping you to prepare for whatever turn your birthing takes as well. So approaching birth, if you need a cesarean, it doesn't mean you can't have a positive experience and you can still use a heap of the techniques during mm. induction, cesarean, epidural, yeah. So what do you think are the biggest benefits for mum and the baby from hypnobirthing? 
Um, well, you teach yourself to stay in that parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest, rather than going into fight or flight. So, you know, when you go into fight or flight, basically blood is drawn from muscles and even some um, organs even start to slow down to the extremities, ready to basically in some ways fight off because of the fear. So being able to teach yourself to bring yourself into that state of focus um, so that you can make more rational decisions, I guess, although we shouldn't have to make rational decisions during birth, Mm. Um, but also being able to know how you can talk to your caregivers as well and what questions to ask. Um, I get so many women coming in to see me saying like, I go to my appointments and the midwife and doctor do their checks and then that's it, but I don't know what questions to even ask. Yeah, we've actually got so many rights. I remember you teaching me a bunch and I went in and I'm like, I want this and I want that and I want to do this. And they're like, okay, like they listen to you. Yeah. We're really like, if, but you, if don't you don't know, know what you want, yeah, you then just go, how, to, how can they help you? And why would you put your birth in the hands of someone? someone? Else. Yeah. yeah, someone else. Like we all look at things so differently. So this, yeah. Whoever's I think that's like anything life. in life though, you know, we, you have to take control. If you want to create a certain experience for yourself in your life, it's up to you to take control of that experience and be educated or work out or work with people who can help you achieve that goal. Um, and that's really what I help do for pregnant couples, women, and also birth partners as well. They have a huge part in, um, in birth too. Is there a percentage of your um, clients that don't use like an epidural? Do you have like a percentage um, or is it not really? Look, the, there have been studies done on these techniques and the they have actually had really great outcomes um, with showing that couples that use like complementary therapies um, within birth can reduce their rate of epidural up to 64%. Mm. So these techniques, they do work, but you also have to do the work to make it work. Yeah. And I think that's what's also really important. It's practice. It's like training. Um, it's like training for a marathon. Yeah, I feel like that's what I didn't do. Like they'd be like, do this at home or do this. And I just wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's like anything, like we're training homework. your body. Um, I was not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't doing your homework? Because I was like, I got it. Like, obviously. Yeah. I don't need a practice. <laughs> yeah. But the practice is easy. Like it's practicing breathing, listening to, you know, relaxation and meditation tracks, um, practicing with your partner through touch to help to release those pain-relieving hormones, endorphins. So the more you practice, the more it's going to pay off come your birth. Um, But mind you, though, I've taught couples right up to 39 weeks and even with a short time, if you know your options and are able to keep a positive mindset, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, And also then having that support and having, you know, your partner or your sister or someone there who can also help you stay in that positive mindset when maybe you do feel like you're losing it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, letting like your family or whoever might be there know like this is the direction I want to go in mm. um, to support that direction. Yeah. I think I gave you guys all my birthing plan. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you emailed it to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think you told yeah. me to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that I think at one stage we were trying to get it so you girls could come. Um, yeah, that was so was hard to everyone organize. Was, yeah, Tammy alive. wanted to be there at all the classes. No, I don't think you came to any. Yeah. <laughs> You're always away, like overseas or something Yeah. with my classes. So I like email was the best. Even your husband was away a couple of... Oh, really? Um, yeah, he was overseas too. <laughs> my uh, house is so loud too. I remember once you were like... um, is there somewhere else we can do this class? <laughs> <laughs> or should I wait? And I'm like, it's not going to become less quiet. We just got to keep going. It was literally, she's telling me yeah. to meditate. And it's like people coming in and out, <laughs> slamming the doors. Hey, what's up? This, I was like, 
yeah, we're just going to go with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh I was like, if you can get through not being, through this. <laughs> being disturbed, through the, like with this much hustle and bustle, you'll be right come birth. Um, yeah. Well, I had Star in my last session mm. and because Star's going to be in there with me and Rory. I do not know why you chose Star. I'm like, I, I'm not going to be in. I <laughs> love Star so much, but she's so young and like has no idea. She's like, going to be like, Whoa. Yeah, she's gonna be like, this isn't a Disney movie. <laughs> but she was like, in yours. But she wasn't doing she was anything. In and just like standing she was like, yeah, because she was so like, like that time she was like observing. This time she's whereas I was like, let me. Yeah, Tammy was like, you gotta push harder and like pulling my leg back. Yeah, like, that's what know. I don't want. <laughs> what do you, you need this support? Because that's maybe. like not part of my plan. Like Star's gonna know Pushing? what she's is there for. Not having someone <laughs> tell me to push, I'm gonna push it on my own. Well, I, I mean, the, like, I had to. The doctors were like, so I was "Yeah, I know, but like, I'm saying, like, if I don't get an epidural, you know, can't wait for you to have the baby." <laughs> I feel like you guys I think are you're trying. gonna do great. Yeah, you're gonna, gonna do great. great. Oh my gosh, I don't <laughs> feel like you're being I'm serious. Whatever, you're gonna do good. You will do good, and I'm See, glad she's coming to the start. I'm glad she's coming mm. to the classes with you because she yeah. needs yeah. next week. She's she needs coming to my insight. midwife appointment, mm. and we're going over the birth plan. And yeah, yeah. and I think that's yeah. important to yeah. to do that to make sure that whoever's in your birth space that they know what you want and how you want to be supported. And that's my thing because yeah. most of the time, I for my birth plan, I really want to be left alone most of it, and just like. You know, so I can, <laughs> so I can That's like, like she focus doesn't want to ask that and be like, hey, you can. Well, in mine, I literally had none of you there. I was alone. I was living but in then, Sydney. But then Reese would like try to talk to me and I wanted to like punch him. So I guess I kind of wanted to be alone. I want to do my breathing <laughs> and like listen to the music and the affirmations and that sort of stuff. But like, obviously, if I'm going through a hard time and stuff, I want Star and Rory to know what I want to work with the midwives to be like. You know, I don't want the midwife offering me pain relief if, like, if you I don't ask, ask for it. Yeah. yeah. If I That's ask a really for good it, one. I'm not going to ask them either. I'm going to ask Rory and Star. And mm. I have prompts that I want them to say to me first yeah. so that that's I can, That's really like, good. You're, like, more organised than me. And that's, <laughs> like, what you just said is what I would probably well. have in my my birthing plan for this baby because that's so good. Like, if You're it doesn't come to your mind. You're in a suggestive state as well. Yeah, you are. And I think also knowing what just pass me your you birthing use. plan, and I'll just white out your name and put mine. <laughs> that sounded really good. But also knowing what techniques you can use at the different stages of labour. Mm. Um, you know, so there's the different breathing techniques. There are different types of breath that that you can use during your contractions. We call them surges. We're also very much about positive language, um, but also movement affirmations as well. Affirmations, but also knowing how to create space in your body for your baby. Like that's one thing that actually is kind of maybe I've added a little bit more since I've. I've taught you, Emily, that, um, you know, one of our main jobs during labour is to create space for our baby. If we're just sitting on our back on a bed and not using movement, how are we creating space in our pelvis for our baby? So I teach a lot of active birthing positions and movement, you know, leaning over the ball, sitting on a football. I remember one. Was it the apple tree? The apple, apple something? Remember that one on your... Oh, your, shake the apple tree. Yeah. <laughs> I so wish I, like, With the rebozo, yeah. I was just like lying down the whole time and I feel like that's why I had to have an emergency C-section because I feel like he wasn't like... Because the doctor said that like my like pelvis was like too small but I don't believe that. I feel like he, he just like wanted to 
Mm. A no. lot of doctors and I feel just like if I was like moving C-section. around or like like not just lying on my back, then it yeah. would have I think probably that's progressed. A really better. important point too is right from the start, you know, if anyone's listening and you're wanting to have a baby or you are pregnant, actually choosing a caregiver who will support you in what you want, not uh, yeah. not in a way that you are handing over your experience to them and you become a passenger, but rather a driver. And so that's where it's actually it's okay to ask your caregivers questions like things like, do you support natural birth, natural birthing techniques? Um, Will you support me, you know, moving around? You're not just going to put me on a bed on a monitor for it throughout my whole labor. Mm. Um, Even asking them what, what's your induction rate? What's your cesarean rate? Because if you do choose I wish I knew all of this before. (laughs) Knowledge is power. Yeah. Guys. Well, when you don't know your options, you don't have any. Yeah. That's that's what I felt like I was kind of like. Yeah. With Aaliyah, I just listened to everything my doctor said like complete stranger I don't even know you would give you my whole birth plan in your hands yep they're a doctor they know what's best and it's like something I look back and I'm like wow yeah definitely and, uh, have so many rights I think like our medical caregivers are there for us for a reason and they there are there to ensure that our baby is safe and we are safe but if you don't know what you want, then that's when they do have to kind of come in and really yeah. manage your birth. Whereas if you go in educated with knowledge, tools, techniques, good support, knowing your options and your rights as well, that's when you can work with your caregivers. So it's not like you're going in being like, you're not going to touch me, don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because that, yeah. <laughs> that's really not going to help the situation. Yeah. But rather knowing how you can work with them and also for your birth partner, which yeah. is a huge thing. Like I, I find so many dads don't realize like the actual importance of their role or you know I've had I didn't realize until we started doing this and Rory definitely didn't realize and now he's like I've learned so much does he like it yeah he's really excited and like him and star are gonna know exactly what I want so that Mm. I can just focus on having a baby yeah and they're like my support system yeah absolutely that's good that Rory's like getting into it because like he said it's a huge part. Well, he practices like, the breathing with me every night. And really? Does, yeah, he does like the pressure points. Wow, this is touch. putting Emra to shame. I need to play this for Emra. <laughs> well, because got none of these things. So. <laughs> and like Shari said, like I learned all the different types of breathing. So, you know, there's like the relaxation breathing and then there's like the surge Can you demonstrate breathing? the relaxation breathing? No, because you're just going to hear me breathing. Yeah, do it anyway. <laughs> Is there? And um, then there's like the when the baby's the, coming breathing. Can you do that one? No. <laughs> do it, Amy. No, I can't but remember. The way, the way Shari like explained it to me is kind of like like when you sneeze kind of like, but you're like. Shari, can you do it please? Because I actually can't remember. Well, I mean, it, basically there's three, like there's three different breaths that I teach. So we teach a breath that allows you to drop into relaxation. That very simply is where you breathe into the count of four quite steadily and then out, slowing the breath down to the count of eight. Um, the surge breathing or, or when you're having a contraction, basically this is just very long, slow breath, drawing the breath in from the stomach, feeling your diaphragm kind of expand. So it's like diaphragmatic breathing. We tend to not really, we breathe quite shallow um, and then long, slow breath out. Um, and then the bearing down so when you're feeling that urge to push rather than you know what do you see on the movies how do they tell you to push like like you're doing everyone's like (laughs) it looks very strained doesn't it like holding your breath looks like you're going blue whereas 
you know, look, there's still elements where you'll hold your breath at times, but this is more, and that's why, like, in my classes, I get my mums to actually get, like, a tissue and to blow their nose because, oh, yeah. I don't yeah. remember that part. Well, I kind of have adapted. <laughs> yeah, no. But, it but really otherwise, helped me learn how to do so, that So, like, breath. what? Can you do it? Like, like a tissue? No, because I would need a tissue. <laughs> but it's more like, honestly, giving birth is like doing a big poo. And that's where <laughs> it's, it's Straight it up. honestly is. So that's where I actually get mums practicing the breath on the toilet. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh like every God. time you go until you like have birth, <laughs> practice breathing. That Imagine you just out. like had your baby on the toilet. Many People women do. do. Yeah. Like, I'm just yeah. practicing my breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it happens like that quickly. But men, actually, oh many, many women do. Because instinctively, if things are happening quite quick at home, many women actually do feel that urge to go to the toilet and they it's actually a baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a baby in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Crazy. Yeah. But I hope that that helps. But honestly, like, breathing is probably the best technique you can teach yourself. Yeah, out of all the techniques. Yeah, I I did I didn't do a lot of the techniques at my actual birth because I don't think Emra took it as seriously as me. Like he didn't really um we didn't really practice the pressure points and the massage. And when it came to it, like it wasn't feeling as nice. Like when you did it to me, I was like that feels so good. And then when he did it, I'm like, babe, like that's not feeling. Call me next time. I'll come and be a doula for you. But the breathing is something I just really focused on. So if even one side of things, it made such a big difference. Imagine if I really focused on all of them together, yeah. utilise yeah. them. Yeah. And like I said, hypnobirthing is not just one way of birth. Like I teach a lot of different techniques, but mm. it's about you taking from it what you feel you like and what you feel is going to work for you, which I think is really important. And that's the reason why I think I'm practising everything because I could go into labour and be like, I hate this. Yeah, like, that's this the thing we're all. Or, like so Rory could touch me and I could be like, get off me. Like, yeah. you know, mm. and I might just want to like, you know, because I'm, I've got the birthing suite at the Gold Coast Hospital, so I can use like the bath and stuff. So I might just want to be in the bath. I might want to. They're so amazing out there. Yeah. Oh, sweets. Yeah. They're so beautiful. I like did not want to be in the bath. That's what I thought. Like, my, I really thought I'd love the bath and it's so relaxing. You were in the bath for ages with. But like, I wasn't in there like how I thought I would you be. You looked like, like you were like asleep. When you were in the water. Really? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I, I was remember. in like such a deep like. You literally had your eyes closed. You were lying on like had your head on the side and you just looked like. Honestly, you were, like, Emily, when I came in oh, the room, okay. you looked so <laughs> peaceful. I was like, okay. I'm just I cannot remember out. that. It's like a I big blur. I wish I had a yeah. bath when I had wolf when I was having contractions because I just I wanted to be in water so bad. I like got in the shower and was like on the floor in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> so I wish I was like in a bath. Water is very comforting and it's becoming so much more popular, water birth. It um, made it like way better when I was in the shower. Yeah, a lot of a lot of my clients choose choose water birth, but I mean I've had both. I've birthed on the bed. I've birthed in water. Um, I've used these techniques for both my births. I've had a hospital birth. I've had a home birth. So it's yeah. what's your background like? How did you get into hypnobirthing? Through my own experience, like honestly, I I had huge fears of birth when I found out. I was pregnant with my son, like so much so that I just, I did want to stick my head in the sand about it and just be like, no, don't talk to me about it. Maybe I should just have a cesarean. But then I had a massive fear of needles. So the thought of the needles was like even more anxiety for me. And, but I think like, it's, it's an amazing thing that when, when you are pregnant, you become a mum, this internal intuition comes up that like, you can't even describe, like it's, it was like this voice screaming inside of me being like, surely I'm not flawed. Like, surely I can do this. Like, because when we think about it, 
Like our body grows this beautiful little baby. Do you think our body then wouldn't know how to birth our baby? Mm. Um, and that those are the questions that I started asking myself and that's where I found um, the Hypnobirthing Australia program. And it honestly, within the first session, and I find this a lot even with the dads, like the first session, it's not hippie, woo-woo, I'm not there doing any chanting or anything like that. <laughs> it's like it, it really is evidence-based and I, I really explain it in a way that also it relates to birth partners and to dads um, so that they understand. But when you understand your body, then it actually makes sense. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it was through my own experience that, you know, I did have a longer labour with Harley, um, but I did it and I came out of it and it was kind of like this, every woman deserves to, to have this kind of experience. Like I want everyone to know about this. Mm. Um, whether it is that they come and do a, a face-to-face course, we've got an online course, we've got just even tracks but I think what I really like want to share is that I want everyone to know like you can have a positive experience yeah. no matter how your baby comes into the world. I just taught a mum on Friday the cesarean birth course. So sp- specifically for cesarean, we have affirmations for cesarean birth, tracks for cesarean That's birth. so cool. Yeah. yeah. And then yesterday cool. I had a mum whose baby was breech and we had prepared for a natural birth for her but now we you know decided it was safest to have a cesarean. So went back and did some coaching with her and, yeah, she's feeling really good about her her decision because I think there's also needs to be a trust that our babies know the safest way out as well. Yeah, and even just knowing what your body's doing, like when you have your surges and like knowing that your uterus is like moving your baby down and what the muscles are doing. Yeah. Like I didn't know that and I had heard people be like, oh, you know, I was like in I was in labor for like so long and nothing happened but really your body's stretching and getting ready mm-hmm. so like you shouldn't feel discouraged if you like go hours and then they're like oh you you haven't dilated or yeah you know. there's a lot of that has yeah, to go that on with the cervix with a lot of women first. I feel and yeah. I think women when feel it comes really bad. to that like to check how far dilated they are and if they're not far they're just like kind of give up they're like what I thought I was ready to push yeah that you shouldn't feel disheartened well, and, and that's again, comes down to education and knowing, you know, the cervix has a, a big job of thinning itself out first. That's the first fa- phase of labour, which can be the longest phase for many women, especially first time. You'll find each labour will probably get faster and faster. Yeah, I was going to ask you that, um, yeah. like if, if it will get faster and well, and again, my it, third it, baby. There, is, there are a lot of different Straight factors away. that come into, into yeah. play. But um, imagine if you have it like at home. In your toilet. <laughs> or in the car. In the toilet. Okay. In the sneeze. car on the way to the hospital. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, you literally could. That it's your third. <laughs> well, no, has that I ever happened? You're so close it. to the hospital. You not <laughs> 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 don't manifest that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't put that out there. I know. I get to go into labour with Saskia, so I'm, I don't know if it would have been quick or not. Mm-hmm. I pranked Tammy with um my report is breaking. breaking. That was so mean. Was so funny. That was not oh. funny at all. That's another thing that I didn't know though. That like. Your water doesn't have to break for you to be in labour. No, it's not all. It's not always the case that your waters break first and then labour starts. I literally thought I was peeing my pants. <laughs> yeah, a lot of women think a that. lot of pee. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, it won't stop. <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was lying in bed and I was like, I'm literally like peeing right in now. bed right now. I was like, and I can't stop myself. <laughs> and then I realised like it was my that actually was pregnant. same with me and with Aaliyah. It's yeah. so weird. And then I was like to Emma, I was like, is this pee? <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Well, the hospitals can test that. So if, you, if you're not sure if it's we or if it's good, <laughs> you can go up and they will do a test for you. Um, but yeah, it's not always it's not always the case. And once again, we've been so conditioned by the movies and TV shows yeah. that yeah. you know, and that for a lot of women, that's the only thing that they've seen of birth. Yeah. Um, so I definitely try and bring a whole new light to birth and showing what it actually can be like. Um, and you know what, mums, it's time to stop watching One Born Every Minute. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I don't recommend it. So when is the best um, time to start your course? Um, I say like the optimal time is between the 20th and 30th week of your pregnancy. Um, mo- a lot of my clients tend to book in kind of around that like 28 to like 32 weeks. Um, It's really important to give yourself time to actually do the practice because, and I give this analogy in my classes, it's like giving birth is like running a marathon. You know, you wouldn't just turn up on the day and expect your body to get to the finish line without doing any training. And it's like that. So if you're preparing for a marathon, the more time you give yourself in the lead up to the big day, the more you're going to condition your body to the techniques, but also your mind as well to like push you through when Physically, like birth is a very physically overwhelming experience. And, you know, I don't like sugarcoat it. I know what it's like. It's intense, um, but it's very much That's also. That's like a really light word, intense. Yeah. <laughs> the birth. Well, it's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let's perceive it differently, right? That's what I try in perception. But, um, yeah, so the, when you, it's also a mindset as well. I mean, be able to push you through when physically, yeah, those contractions of the surges are like they're really on mm. <laughs> yeah so the more so training you've got yeah, yeah well 20 to 30 I recommend but some people feel 20 is a little bit early some and women are really someone like me that's gonna get like a refresh when when should we uh probably around from 30 weeks anytime from 30 weeks um because if you've still got the materials and the tracks um yeah I then... they come on in my car sometimes yeah It's so relaxing and it's sometimes a really good timing when the kids are like screaming or something and it's like really soft meditation. I'm like, turn that off (laughs) all the way. I actually have a lot of mums say that they still use the tracks to calm their babies. Yeah, Um, it comes on in the car. Yeah. So good. And that's the other thing that's really beautiful about using the techniques that not only are you giving yourself a positive birth, but you're also giving your baby a really positive birth. Yeah, bring the baby into positive energy. Okay, so how do you decide what birth plan is right for you? I think being educated, first of all, is really important. You need to know your options to know what to ask for. Um, I mean, we give a sample of birth preferences um, as a part of your materials if you do do a Hypnobirthing Australia course. But, um, look, there's a lot of things on online you could look at. I think that one of the best steps to do is they even download like a a birth, we call them birth preferences as well. I think that's also really important because if we put one expectation and a plan on birth mm. and it doesn't go the way that you, you know, had originally planned, then I, like, I don't want you walking out of your experience going, nothing went to plan, but rather yeah. looking at it in a way and going, these are our preferences. These are what I, what we would like if it's medically safe too, but also preparing for induction, preparing for cesarean birth as well, and having preferences for those um, too. Is the cesarean scar big? No, mine's so small. They are quite small. Because like thinking about cesarean in my head, I'm like, oh my God, a big scar across my mine's tummy. Like, it's like this so small. Big. Yeah, you wear like the smallest I bikinis, know, and I don't see it. Whoa, That's they're quite small. small and yeah, and except my second one too. when I had like a giant hole in it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember. Like, she had I, to keep it going was, back. Like, infected. 
And because my, my, my GP said that my the person who like did it like butchered me. That's his oh. exact words. She was like, "Should we name that doctor?" No, I'm kidding. I don't even remember his name. Some. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's good. Yeah, it was really good fun. But yeah, yeah and then it, it didn't like close. I had like a huge hole. I actually, remember? Yeah, she yeah. had to keep going back to the hospital. I had to go every day with a newborn, and I just had a C-section, and they had to pack it with like. Um, gauze and stuff until oh it like because it was like a big space underneath as well. Uh, yeah. It was really. And that's fun. what I think. It's it's important to know the risks of of everything. Really, you know, mm. risks of of natural. What happens of, if like you're really close to having the baby and the baby's is it called breach when they're breach, the wrong? Yeah, yeah. yeah is so it, head up, bum down, or yeah. feet down? Yeah. Um, they normally recommend um, cesarean for that. However, women have things given you can do breach. to like. Wheel yes, them around. absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And that's what I also yeah. know, I teach. Shari's like shown me and Rory a bunch of different things that you can do to try and move the baby around and stretches and mm. um, positions. I and did acupuncture. Remember? Yeah, you recommended. Yes. Yeah. Acupuncture so is amazing, good. especially if you do have a breech baby. Um, but there are also some. I more did it to um, bring along um, the labor. The labor because he was due, I think, Christmas. Or yeah, the day of Christmas. Like, yeah, he came. He came a hours. week early. Yeah, Wolf came through. I really didn't so. want him to be born on Christmas. I was like, no, especially because isn't Aaliyah two days before yeah. Christmas? Yeah, that is. So <laughs> oh, he was due twenty fourth, and her birthday is the twenty third. So I was like, if he can come a little bit early, or at least give me a couple of days. <laughs> when is baby due? Um, August twenty fifth. Oh, okay. That's that's yeah. Christmas that's not, like, I know. Imagine if it's like Christmas again. I know. That'd be so funny. <laughs> There'd be like one event yeah, because, every year. That yeah, because also. <laughs> My stepson Zaid, his birthday is the nineteenth, so the day after Gabriel's birthday, and then Ali is three days later. That's so wow. crazy! So yeah, December's lots An expensive of expensive month, yeah. <laughs> and then you're early Jan, so it's like all your birthdays. Yep. So yeah, August baby. I think someone all commented saying it's going to be a. Is she a Libra? Uh, Virgo, Virgo, Virgo. She's yeah. due on. Oh, um, oh, he, he, he's due on Rory's birthday. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you have a winter baby now, so you won't be hot. I and know. <laughs> at full yeah. term. That makes a difference as well. Yeah, and I can like, you know, work out and stuff. Not in. It's funny because when as soon as I had the baby, it's, everyone's in bikinis and you want to be in like crop tops and shorts, but like you just had a baby, so you've got like, you know, all the extra <laughs> baby weight and it's a bit uncomfortable. So at least I can be like in the gym with a hoodie. Hot air. <laughs> 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 you know? No, I'm excited. We are now going to introduce a new segment just for our expert guest here today called Words of Wisdom. So we're going to start with top tip for women who are nine months pregnant. If you're already nine months pregnant, um, you can still get educated. Um, We have an online course, which is only a six-hour course. So, yeah, I have had mums come and see me at at nine months or do the online program. Um, But other than that, I think it's really recognising if you have any fears of birth first and then really trying to release those fears. That's a massive thing. And relaxing. Go and get a massage. Like enjoy these last few weeks that you've got and because you even body. said to me too that a lot of the people that you teach are people who had like a, a traumatic like first birthing experience. I do teach a lot of second time parents, yeah, who've gone through a traumatic first birth. Yeah, And there was one that I think you showed me in our class because you 
show a lot of different births and all different Mm -hmm. types and um, she had had a pretty traumatic first birth and she actually only started doing the course really late in her pregnancy. 38 weeks she was, yep. And um, she looked like she was asleep. Yeah, <laughs> it was like crazy watching so it. That is so cool. Yeah, but even yeah. just knowing that she had only just started the techniques at the end, so it's like never too late. No. Actually, I think I remember this story you telling me, and it was just like, wow. Yeah, it was the last birth She video. honestly looked like she slept mm. the it was whole in the birth. last session, the last birth video. So I showed oh a whole different, you know, but different birth videos. Um, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Um, tips for your partner. For your partner, um, I think it's really important that they know and understand their role in birth. Like they, I don't want them just coming in, standing in the corner of the room looking like a pot plant. Like <laughs> it's like they definitely have have a role. But again, it's important that they are educated, whoever comes into yeah. your space, but advocating for you. So again, if you're going to, to put together some birth preferences, mum, don't just do it yourself mm. and hand it to your caregiver. Make sure that your partner knows so that he or she, whoever that is, your mum, your sister, your your partner, your husband, um, knows what you want and how to advocate for you. Um, And there's also some really beautiful techniques that you can do together. And it actually really becomes a really, a time that you can really connect because um, for you to be able to release the beautiful hormones of birth, so like oxytocin, it's the love hormone. So when you're feeling that love from your partner. Yeah. Right. I don't want right. to be kissing Roy while I'm in labour. <laughs> no, seriously, like the touch. Oxytocin, yeah, the light touch helps to release endorphins. A bit of touch. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like the pressure ones, like when he pushes down on my Yeah, so there's acupressure points. Yep. So just like acupuncture, I, I teach the birth partner these particular points that they apply pressure, which can reduce pain, which can help encourage an effective labour. So they absolutely have a role. What did Rory think? Like what was his? He's like... He's really excited. He's really excited <laughs> to help me. I've even got him already um, when we go to the midwife appointments, I get him to ask all the questions. Oh, really? Because I want him to be the one interacting wow, and you're like with Tony. Commando, so right? when I'm you're in like labour, he knows like yeah. Rory, he's the schedule. So before we get to like my <laughs> midwife appointments, if we have like questions, I might remember you're asking this, this and this. And, he's and the one does he actually like That's or is he good. just like pretending to you to like no, it? he wants to like be How do you involved. Know? Because he said he's is like, he like, I, I love this so much. Well, I think he thinks that like it's going to be a lot easier than it is because he's so confident now he's like we've got this like I we can do it and I'm oh, like that's so cute. I love the enthusiasm but I'm like just remember this is going to be intense like yeah. I want to have another baby that sounds really cute actually all this baby talk. I'm really excited for you guys I'm excited for I'm gonna both give Emma all, all the questions in yeah. our next doctor's appointment <laughs> Can you imagine if you'd be like, what? Yeah. Well, I, just ask? I never knew before I started this, I never knew like how involved like your birth partner is. And then I'm like, What's wow, doing? Is she integral. researching at night time? <laughs> <laughs> they, both, they both have like their own separate roles and they know what they're I thought she was going to say separate homework. <laughs> Cute. Oh, wow. No, I'm really excited for your birth like it sounds really I'm good. excited I was yeah. nervous people actually keep asking me like in the lead up as I get closer they're like are you nervous and they're like they sound nervous and yeah. I'm like well yeah I'm nervous but I'm also excited yeah and I um deliver your baby again Emily yep and I'll give you <laughs> this time you can be like full yes doctor 
Well, you can I come to the refresher like course and actually if you if you're available. If you're around town. Yeah, I'll probably be like out of the country. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is the best advice for hospital bag? We like spoke about this in yes. one of our previous um podcast episodes. Yeah. And I had like the list went down to the floor. These two were like, I think that's a bit too much. <laughs> Um, I highly recommend having a playlist of some beautiful music that, or music that you just like or music that feels good. Yeah, I remember good. you saying like music that you really like um, and makes you happy or has yeah. memories like set off a certain oh. – um, so Tammy would have like all this R&B. Yeah, like, it'd well, be, like, it makes you know, <laughs> I have like other music that I like too. But I thought that it's was really cool. Like it's any yeah, genre, not just I meditation. Because you could mm. even – even Shari said like someone would like to dance. I feel like that. Like, I'll be like salsering. <laughs> you can do your TikTok videos. Oh my labor. gosh, yeah. you actually are going to. I can yeah, already let's tell. Yeah, TikToks okay. the whole labor. <laughs> let's actually do it. Yes. Oh so, um, so I, I recommend music, aromatherapy. I think you'd mentioned that too about um, like essential oils. Oh, I'm now obsessed. Oh, you yes, yes, I went to that too. Yeah, yeah you always. I've got a diffuser that. in my yeah, house and in my son's oils. room and. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Best. Um, I also recommend headphones. Headphones that are was a really big one that you recommended oh to me. Oh my god! I didn't bring <clears> just <throat> in case I want to like. Yeah. If you really want to block yourself out, on. I didn't do any of these. That things. is such so, a good one, um, especially people. like the the big ones. Yeah, the that noise like cancelling ones. Yeah. Because then you can block out any outside distraction and really come into oh, focus. I feel like these I'm, all these things are they waterproof? So much. Imagine being in the water, not like well, I don't know, but you never like, like put in your the head like yeah. under the water. I'm not under the water, but you know what I mean. Like the plug could still touch the yeah. water. <laughs> oh, mine a wireless. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What ones am I thinking I also recommend <laughs> bringing. Some I don't have headphones yeah, like, like a that. Walkman. I've only got headphones. listen to the tips. <laughs> Yeah, I recommend also like because the hospitals can be quite cold. Um, so, and we for us once again to release the hormones, we need to create an environment where we feel safe and private and warm and unobserved. So, if it's the middle of winter, like we're you know taking some warm clothes in um, as well, so so you can be warm. Um, if you do want to get in the water, whether you're happy to go in with nothing on, or if you do want to like wear you know a bikini top or something like that, that's also something that I recommend. Um, yeah, with, with the hypnobirthing course, you'll get like a folio and things like that as well. Your birth preferences. One of the biggest things to put in your hospital bag is your birth preferences and make sure that whoever comes into your birth space, even if there's a change of shift of midwife, you need to make sure that they know your preferences and what you want. I think they stick it on the door in our birthing suites. Yeah, beautiful. We have a sign that we that you stick on the door um, as well. But I've even had mums bring in like the LED ca- uh, candles um, fairy lights. Yeah, I remember I wanted to bring in candles. You're like, no, that's illegal. Like, you can't can have a that. live flame. Yeah, you're not allowed to have a live flame, but you can, you can get the LED ones or you can get those little fairy lights. Um, but the diffusers, um, just as good for me personally because it's for the smell for yeah. me. Like, and so some of them have the light on it too. But, yeah, you want to create an environment that is dark, you know, quiet. Our um, ones actually have the diffusers already there. They do, and they probably have the birth ball. Yeah, they've like got the a balls. lot of um, – stuff already there and like really beautiful paintings and murals on the wall murals, like yeah. calming kind of yeah. that's another good point actually taking any visualizations as well so if you have particular affirmations that you really love you can print them out and put them around your space um yeah those are my main things but then obviously i think you would have covered yeah. like all the stuff for baby and clothes and stuff like that yeah. obviously but um it just it also depends on the model of care but you also have to be prepared in case of mm. cesarean too so packing a bag in case you do have to stay that little bit longer. Um, Yeah, those are my top tips. 
Great tips. Yeah, those are good. So what is your recommendation of the week for mums to be um, like a book, a podcast, show, etc.? Um, there, oh, okay, so probably the book. I have two books which I highly recommend. One is called Gentle Birth, Gentle Mothering by Dr. Sarah Buckley. She explains all of the hormones of birth. It's just amazing um, book and kind of realising too that sometimes when we have medical intervention or if we have any pain-relieving drugs, it can actually stop that hormone release. Um, and the other book, which I highly recommend, is called Why Induction Matters by Rachel Reed. Um, don't be fooled by the name. It's more it's an evidence-based book that has all the studies and it explains um, the different types of uh, intervention, but then also kind of being able to see and know what questions to ask as to whether the intervention is actually really needed and if it's in case of model of care or because of model of care. Those are my top two books. Yeah, Great recommendations. Okay, so a lot of listeners are not pregnant. So what benefits can meditation, breathing, yoga have in like everyday Everyday life? life? I think just being able to have like a calmer life really and positive mindset. Like honestly, a lot of the stuff that I teach is their life lessons, even just setting yourself, um, you know, an intention and a goal and actually because with what I teach, it you have to work towards it. So it's doing something every single day to get that outcome. And I now continue that at, at home. Like I have just life affirmations up around my house, breathing. Again, the breathing is probably yeah, the best Yeah, this kind of like bits and pieces from this podcast go with our motivation goal setting one that we did, like mm. a lot of things that yes. you said, mm. yeah. we kind of mentioned. So they really do kind of go hand in hand with each and other. And it makes sense to apply that to your birth experience mm. and to just like know your options and, you know, have an idea of what you do prefer. And it just makes sense. Do your research. Yeah. That's the main thing. Just I really I highly do your research and see what's available to you in your areas and look at the different models of care and look at what's, you know, there is a difference between public versus private, but, but you know, versus midwifery-led care versus yeah. obstetrician. Yeah, so. like I had no idea what we have to, like before we met Tony, our midwife. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a private midwife, but I had no idea about like the that whole model system. Of care. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, Which I thought you I just... Did I say that? No, you'd met that the midwife, hadn't you, somewhere? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I was in a doctor's appointment and there was a midwife there that came up to me that um, had followed my social media um, pages and she actually recommended to apply for the, the birth pri- centre. Yeah, the birth yeah. centre. Yeah. And you apparently, have to get in early. Yeah, apparently you need to get in early and Literally apply straight away. You're pregnant, and a, a lot list. of people um, don't get to use it because there's only a certain amount of midwives and they can only have, I think, four mm, yeah. um, pregnant people yeah. each midwife. But um, she was really kind and, like, moved me up on the waiting list. Yeah. And that's how I met Tony, my midwife, which she was so amazing. And I got to – They're very like, supportive of yeah, this stuff so too. so supportive yeah. of this and um, – Well, Tony even suggested it to me. I'd already actually booked in with you, mm-hmm. but um, – one of my midwife appointments, I arrived and there was a woman in labour in front of me, like getting checked in, and she looked like she was in a lot of pain. Yeah, <laughs> I almost started crying oh, because really? I, it scared me, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, what I was like, I, I was like, "Oh no!" And then, so I went into my midwife appointment and. Tony was like, how are you? And I was like, I'm a little scared. Like, 
And then she said, oh, have you thought about hypnobirthing? Yeah. Yeah, She's like, I think that would really help you. And I'm like, I was like, oh, I'm actually already booked in. I just haven't started yet. Becoming a lot more mainstream. And I think that's the thing. Like we need to keep spreading the word. Like it's it's actually uh, probably one of the best things that you'll do to help you prepare for your birth is um, attend a hypnobirthing course. Yeah. Yay. Well, thank you so much for coming on thank our you. podcast yeah, thank you thank you actually, i actually learned so much did you? yeah <laughs> i'm like i, I feel like i already refreshed my brain and i'm so <laughs> excited for this birth like oh, that's like the main me. thing like people are like oh i'm so scared and oh my mm. god and this and that but we're like we're so excited for our birth i yeah. think that's like, like the biggest thing i've taken away from hypnobirthing is well two biggest things for me is knowing having that knowledge and knowing my options mm-hmm. and then also turning the kind of fear feeling into excitement. Yes. Can you imagine if Amy didn't do this course? Yeah, I feel like it would oh, be. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I needed very, this. Yeah. Honestly, it's life-changing. <laughs> it really is. And I love teaching it and I just, I, yeah, I just love spreading this word of positive birth because every woman deserves to have a positive experience no matter how, how your baby comes into the world. Yay. Well, yeah. that's it for another week. Thanks for tuning in. We will be back next week with another episode. Head to one of our latest posts and let us know what you guys would love us to talk about next week. And also don't forget to subscribe and review this podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 This podcast is part of the Spin Studio Network. Thanks for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe and review this podcast. To stay up to date with us, follow us on Instagram at Tammy Hembro, at Emily Hembro, at Amy underscore Aisha underscore Hembro.